Trivial is building a mass transit system for middle class. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a unique opportunity. We are not, we're not cannibalizing existing services, but we're kind of creating a new market, right? Which is catered mostly for middle class. And by that, we value proposition, our value proposition is how do we provide, or what do we think about day and night, is how we provide a reliable, affordable, safe, convenient service. The biggest is the problem that we're solving, right? It's a mega problem, not only limited to a certain country or a certain continent, it's a worldwide problem, right? it's an emerging markets problem. Uh, it's, a very, it's a completely uncharted territory, so it's a space that has been traditionally limited to governments, and uh, governments have have done quite a lot, but still there's so much room for improvement, right? So we look for cities that are suffering the most from this problem, right? So a typical city of Swivel would be an emerging market city that have mega population, that have broken public transit, that have a tech-savvy population, all of which we found uh, in, in emerging markets, right? So for us, this is kind of where we, our area of interest. Uh, being an African startup and being built out of Egypt and we see Africa as kind of the, the natural extension for Swivel, right? We want there's certain kind of personal pride in becoming the first African or the second African unicorn after Jumia. And this is something that we really want to bring to the African continent. And we really kind of have this as, a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a, our duty. We see this as our, our duty. So we choose cities based on this financial aspects of it, of course, like business aspects of it, which I mentioned. But there's also this very personal kind of dream or, or, or aspect of it, which we want to build the first or the second, one of the very few uh, unicorns out of, out of the continent. Right? Uh, so you can see in countries across the, the entire continent that the government, for example, in a, city, in a country like Egypt, for example, have done a great job uh, building a mass transit system, but the exploding population of the country has it's very hard to cope with it, right? So I think all tech companies have been realizing the opportunity of this mega population that exists that doesn't have a reliable, convenient uh, and safe kind of way to commute. We both have a common goal, which is getting you from A to B in the most reliable, affordable, convenient uh, way, right? So regardless of how it happens, both of us has this co have, have this common goal and we want to serve you, kind of, the customer in the end. So I think the government has tried, the governments in general have been trying, uh, but I think the private sector brings in the technology, the required technology, the required uh, optimizations, that required data science efforts that are needed to build profitable mass transit systems. So that's why I'm saying that the government and the private sector have to work in tandem to kind of make even the, the, the government public transportation profitable, so we're able to serve more and more customers. What drives Swivel's expansion to other cities? So in the near future is Lagos, of course. It's a mega population, huge market, uh, completely underserved as well. And we see there's a huge opportunity in Lagos. We're looking at Johannesburg as well. We're looking at a few other cities in Africa, Abidjan, Addis Ababa, etc. So we believe, firmly believe in the African continent. And we believe that we, being local in the African continent, have such a huge product market fit when it comes to price, when it comes to reliability, when it comes People here are very used to the concept of walking to a matatu and picking up a matatu and going to work, right? It's not something very common everywhere. Uh, so we see that all of, this, all of these factors together, as well as these very personal factors, which we want to, to kind of have this pride in the continent, uh, we see that we really want to double down in Africa and we'll keep kind of investing in the continent, I'd say. Why Kenya, specifically Nairobi? 
Kenya for us is, was a no-brainer, basically. It's a mega population, very tech-savvy, very young, very, very progressive as well. The ease of doing business here as well is remarkable. Like for us, it took us no time to set up a company here, to start operating and to actually become, uh, to scale up quite quickly. Uh, so we see that the, that the Kenyans in general are very innovative people, are very progressive people who are very eager to use technology in their everyday life. Even compared to everywhere we've seen, right? It's, Kenya is quite special in that sense. Uh, Nairobi is a mega population uh, where congestion is a nightmare as well. And uh, a solution like Swivel it brings, takes a lot of cars of the road, right? So it solves a huge problem that we, that people who live in Nairobi or any, are suffering from on a daily basis, right? So we see this, um, it was for us a very obvious uh, first kind of, uh, First of first expansion, I'd say, and uh, we're very. The, the more we expanded, the more we stayed in Nairobi. The more, the greater our conviction has become as well on the on the country and on the city as well. So the fact that we use high capacity vehicles, right, 14 seaters plus 14 to 50 seaters, uh, we take off every every the average uh, the average shared mobility here in Nairobi, for example, is 1.5 1.5 passengers per car. So that means there are a lot of vacant space in cars uh, around the city, right? And that's why you see the congestion, right? The more we put more people in buses, right, and higher capacity vehicles, the less there are vehicles on the road, the less there's need for vehicles. So we see, uh, we see that every vehicle that we add takes at minimum 14, 14 cars on the road, actually. We see that, as I was saying, that we need to work in tandem with the government to serve the Kenyan consumer in the end, right? So having a BRT, having other players introducing some resolutions to the Kenyan, to Nairobi, only makes the problem kind of, only solves the problem. How will you spend the recent 1.5 billion shilling investment in Nairobi? Which is our end goal. We pledge to bring as much people on the, much vehicles on the road. We pledge on investing and creating awareness, etc. All of which directly or indirectly create jobs, right? Uh, so we see we're committed to investing this amount of money over the next eight, 12 to 18 months, basically. And we'll continue doubling down and expand, uh, investing more along the years as well. So it's not going to be our last uh, investment. Do we expect any employment opportunities from the investment? That's the dream, man. <laughs> we would love to do that. It's something that we're now exploring. That's something that we really want to do. Uh, it's only best, like only the Kenyan people can solve the Kenyan problem, right? They understand the local challenges, they understand the local landscape. And uh, if we're able to build an engineering center out of Kenya, uh, we are able to create products that are centric or uh, that revolves around the Kenyan consumer, right? We see Kenya as the launch pad for the rest of Africa as well, which we're very committed to. So we see, so definitely something as building up an engineering center is definitely something that on top of our mind, that's something that we really are thinking of and something that potentially you could invest more money actually doing here. For us, we try to stay as customer focused as possible, customer obsessed as possible, and create a product that the customers love, that the customers talk about, that the customer actually push themselves rather than us uh, pushing actually. So we, we welcome that, we welcome even more companies and we see that more companies should come and invest more in the mass transit systems in Kenya. How is the uptake of Swivel in Nairobi? What we have achieved in Nairobi in six months, we achieved in Cairo in two years. So it's <laughs> yeah. So Nairobi is is a, our fastest growth market. It's definitely it's now our second biggest city. 
uh, and we and and with no sign of slowing down, basically. So we see that we're continue growing much, much, much farther than we even expected, that we even thought could be. And that's why I'm saying that it has a huge potential to become our launchpad for Africa, right? And replicating what we've done here across the How will emerging technologies like driverless cars impact swivel? I think the, the technology itself, I think, kind of adds a lot of value, right, to the entire value chain. However, we, we firmly believe in our captains, uh, and we firmly believe in the personal interaction, right? We firmly believe that our captain should, that you should come on swivel and see a captain who greets you, who gets you in, who treats you very well. And this personal interaction really, really counts. We see that it's our duty to create as much jobs as possible as well, right? We see that we, we not want to only, we want to solve, of course, the mass transit problem, right? We want to solve the commuting problem, but along the way, we want to create jobs. We want to, we have a huge social, social side to what we're doing, right? And we pledge to that. So definitely the technology in itself is super promising, uh, but uh, it's, and it's definitely something that in the future will definitely be using as well. But now our focus is to is two things, is our customer and our captain. How do we provide our captain who are both, in, who's also our customer, right, with the best experience possible? How do we create as much jobs as possible? And how do we, how all of that comes back to the economy, basically, as an investment? What challenges is Swivel facing in Kenya? Kind of, yeah. So it's, it's two problems, right? How do you provide an accurate TTA? So how do you learn along the way that this, this, for example, on the 10th of September or the 15th of September, schools start, so usually it's more packed, right? So how do you build this kind of intelligence and how does your system, how can you build a system that can uh, learn on its own and to develop and, uh, on its own and become more and more accurate? So that's part of it. And there's, of course, the human element to it. So how do you make sure that the assets that you don't own, that your captains show up on time, etc.? So, uh, Building the systems, the, both are problems that can be solved with the technology, that's one. And uh, so how do you kind of predict that this captain is going to back out from a certain trip or is not going to show up or is going to be a later trip? And how do you build kind of an ambulance-like uh, backup, backup vehicle system on top of the existing network? So in the end, you as a consumer, you don't feel it even if a, if a bus is late or if a bus, if a, if a bus is not going to show up. There's always a backup vehicle close by that comes and picks you up and takes you where you're going. What is the future of public transport in Africa? Basically, I think there are two room, the, the the two big rooms for, uh, for uh, two big opportunities. I'd say now, I think one on the short distance commute and one on the long distance commute. I think the the the, the motorcycles in general or the commuting using the boaters in general are uh, uh, they represent some challenges when it comes to safety, etc. But uh, once that's solved, I think can represent can unlock a lot of demand when it comes to the short commute, right? And then there's a long commute, the intra and intercity commute, which is the long-haul commute. We see that players such as Swivel can play a huge part in solving that part of the commute. If you have to come from the suburbs to a CBD, for example, every day, or you have to go from Nairobi to Mombasa, for example, if you have to on the weekend, uh, all of that is, a, is an opportunity that Swivel or any company that's, um, or, or it's alike, basically, can, can solve, let's say. So we see there's two massive opportunities for the short and the long commute, let's say. So the way we usually do it is we build the intra-city network first, and we try to kind of invest in building the intra-city network and connect every district within, uh, connect every district together, all the districts together, 
and uh, build this infrastructure that's available, build this availability and comes of, in terms of routes, in terms of timings, etc. Once we have that and we see that one good state, we start expanding to intercity as well. So we start connecting cities within itself. So connecting, for example, Nairobi with with Mombasa, for example, whatever. So like connecting other cities. So definitely something that we plan to do in the near future. How is Swivel enabling smart cities? Future, I'd say. As a government, for example, not necessarily need to own buses anymore or need to, doesn't need to, you don't need to own a mass transit system. Have a perfectly planned, demand-responsive kind of network, public transportation network, that you don't need to invest in heavily, right? Where stations are virtually created, uh, routes are demand-responsive, all of that. All of this, I think, is an integral part of building a smart city, I would say. So I think we contribute heavily towards the concept and uh, and I hope we can see, we can be one of the players that uh, of the first uh, smart cities in, uh, in the continent. Would Swivel consider a partnership with the government to ferry public workers? We would be honoured, definitely. I think if we were given the opportunity, we would do everything it takes to, to make use of it. Uh, we're trying to reach out to the government, we're trying to find ways to work together, we're trying to find as, as many ways as possible so we can help and we, we lift off this burden of their shoulders. Uh, so whenever opportunity represents itself to work with the government, we will not hesitate one bit to, to take it.